Oh, hey, guys. It's Friday. How's it going, TJ? Hey, Nick. How you doing? It's good to see you, man. Pretty good. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Nick's, Nick's talking a little fast because we've had internet issues today. And he's trying to get through so he doesn't he doesn't get uh, any blips or anything. Uh, we had a, It's going to be a great weekend. We uh, we talked about my weekend coming up. We got a bachelor party that uh, I'll be attending. Nick, Strip what else, club! What else do we talk about? Well, we played a game named that year. You played this time. I actually did show prep for once. And then we uh, discussed a little sports and coronavirus. What's going to happen with sports coming back, getting set to go. Uh, talked a little bit uh, about a St. Louis player and uh, his disappointment with the team. And, uh, guys, you can follow us at BrewsBOTB. Get involved, 314-877-8597. Love to hear your stories from the weekend. Uh, had a great, great show talking about uh, what we just mentioned. We also play Name That Year. Uh, Cooper had a little uh, little situation at the vet. Talked about that as well. So a lot of, lot of topics today. A lot of topics today. A lot today. of topics. All you, can, all you have to know is that we brought the heat as usual. So that's what we did, Nick. And... Special shout-out, happy Father's Day to Big T and Big Web yes. for Father's Day on Sunday. Thanks for all you do for our program and supporting us. Love you guys. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Well, hello. You're listening to Brews on the Balcony with TJ Weber. So I got to show my boobs. And Nick Gale. Hey there, Big Daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday, TJ. What's going on? It's it's another Friday, man. I'm good. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. My hair is everywhere. I woke up late. I that's why we're starting that. late. But, hey... I got an excuse now, all right? I got a dog that's got a damn cone around his head. So he's crashing into shit. I got to take care of him because as a man, I don't understand what he's going through, but I can only imagine. You know what I mean, Nick? Uh, We got no sound, they say. No sound. No sound. No sound. That was the best intro I've had in years. That's what that's been. How's that? There's sound now. There's sound now. Is there sound, Joe? Is there sound, Joe? There is sound now. I, I, I fixed it. Uh, welcome into Brews on the Balcony here. BOTB. You can follow us, Brews BOTB, everywhere on social media. Uh, if, if you didn't hear me on Facebook, we were muted for a second. I apologize. Uh, basically talking about that my dog now had a little procedure, Nick. Uh, Coop, we had a little understanding. You know, snip, snip. For me, I understood that he had to go. Uh, me and the wife said that you know maybe it's time for him to get the little snip snip. Unfortunately, uh, he looked me in the eyes yesterday a few times, Nick, and he went it went right through me. Like as he in was like, like, hey, when's your fucking appointment? Hey, like, why did you do this to me? Type of thing. How would you like getting your balls chopped off? Save that. Yeah. So I was expecting him to be more upset. He was actually more to himself at one point, and he he's kind of getting back to normal, but. That first little part, he he comes home, and right when I get home, he kind of looks me like in the face, like, "Really? That's really where what I the- went? Are you serious right now? He, we couldn't have had a conversation about this." So Nick, it's tough because you got my dog with a big cone around his head. He can't itch his ears. He he's been trying to lick his balls a few times, but he stopped. Uh, can't itch his ears though. That's tough. Knocks into literally everything. So you know how big he is in general. So every single time I say, let's go get food, he's got the damn cone hitting the back of my shin like yep. cons- consistently. The dude hits every single door. He goes outside. He, he looks upset because he knows people can see him. It's a whole thing. I feel bad. Like, I look at How him. How long did you have to wear bad. the cone for? At least five days, they said. Or no, at least, oh, at least three days. At least three days. But it's, it's not a it- good situation. That's a tough beat, you know? The, the, the cone just makes everything that much harder. But maybe he'll calm down a little bit more now that he's uh, had the old manhood removed. You know, they say that, but I don't know. He He's still as crazy as before, as in, like, when I say, you, I go, you want breakfast? You want breakfast? When I say that, he flips shit, Nick. He goes crazy. It's funny, but I thought, you know, maybe getting his balls chopped off, he'd be like, 
hopping a little bit. No, he's still balls to the wall. No, he's, no he's pun still intended. a puppy. He is still yeah. a puppy. Yeah. And he's only six months old. So he's so. he's he's gonna be a he's gonna be a wild man for at least another four years. But we're we're going through that situation, you know. It's tough to see the pup in that spot. Uh knowing that this has been coming for a while. Now it finally happened, and I can only imagine what's going on in his face, in his face, in his mind, and also what's going to happen next time he goes to that vet, you know, because he's always excited to see everybody. I don't know if he realizes what's going on yet until uh, until he it's game time. Uh, I don't know if he's going to realize it. I guess he can still. So they they said this too. They said don't get him in any scenario with a female dog for at least thirty days. Because apparently uh, yes. he's still got some reserves, Nick, that he can uh, he can shoot for the goal. So he we'll, can uh, empty the tank. He he could little, still little horn have, dog. have some little puppies for the next thirty days. It's apparently I didn't know that. If you're a gentleman and you get uh, a vasectomy, they say that you're still quote unquote fertile for like up to a month. I did not know that. So anybody out <laughs> there that was thinking about getting a vasectomy that thinks, oh, I'm in the clear from now, thirty days, thirty thirty days, days before you, you can know. bang it out. That's right. So there's there's that, it. Nick. So we're, we're dealing with uh, with the Cooper situation uh, one day at a time is what we're doing. So that's how you got to do it. That's that's new new dog owners. That's how you got to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's Love that's the it. thing, man. It's you, you feel for him. You look him in the face. You gotta know as a man that uh, he lost one of the two of the main things he loves, and uh, you know. It, it, what pains me too is the fact that you know I, I regret this after it's already done, but it's a normal thing. They suggest you do it, but I mean, for us, for human beings, we have a lot of things in our life we can do. You know, sometimes we can play with our balls, sure, but dogs, <laughs> all they live for is eating, running in the backyard, and licking their balls. That's all they got, and we took away one of the three pillars of life. Thirty-three percent. Yeah. I guess he if can you still get, lick his crotch, but I don't know what he's going to – I don't know. I don't know anything know. about that, Nick. I just – all I know is we took away – we took that you're away. You're not a me. regular crotch? You're not trying to lick your crotch ever? No. And, you know, I think we all – all men would agree if you can get down there, you know, it would be interesting. But uh, – <laughs> well, there you go, Nick. If you could, would you? That You know what I'm talking no. about. I wouldn't either. If but, you could suck your own dick, would you do it? I'm saying I think a lot of people would. I would not. Truly, I who is not, that guy but, that had his like ribs removed so he could suck his own dick? Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. It's not a first thought about ho- knowing who did that. Uh. Maybe, maybe the maybe the viewers, <laughs> maybe the viewers know. You get involved in the Facebook comments or give us a call three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Do you suck your own dick? <laughs> so, so he, he he took out his ribs so he could he could go down and get to work, D- get down to business. Now, I mean, to me, that's just like, I don't know. Marilyn Manson, that's what it was. That's what it was. Marilyn Manson did Marilyn, that? Marilyn Manson was undergoing surgery to have two ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. Wouldn't you think, though, Marilyn Manson's a you know, popular enough guy that he could get whoever he wants in some parts? Probably. I mean, Probably. You know, I'm guessing he's straight, so, I mean, why don't you just get any woman that is a groupie, but you got to take your ribs out. Okay. You know, Nick, he made a little appearance in Sons of Anarchy. Did you know that? Did he really? Wow, he, he, wow, he played, wow. Yeah, unfortunately, he was the white supremacist in season seven, but uh, he was in Oh, jail yes, with, I do. Yes. With Jax Teller. He was. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yep. you could probably, if there was a trivia night for Sons of, for, in one of the categories of Sons of Anarchy, you could probably win, win that. Especially if it's seasons five through seven. I could dominate it. Nick, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, it's Father's Day this weekend, so happy Father's Day to yes. uh, Big Web and Big T out there, uh, fathers that listen to the program, loyal, loyal supporters of the program. Um, you can catch Big Web on on the football show on Sundays in the fall. Big T is our number one behind the scenes behind the scenes guy. Anytime we need anything for the studio, he's over there making it happen. Built us the lovely desk. It's not a table; it's a fucking desk uh, that we have, which he's giving shit for me since I moved to Reno. And he's like, well, you're not going to be able to enjoy the dust then. I'm like, well, no, I guess we just have to. Sh- I'll break it to, in. Don't worry. I just have it. to tie it on top of the vehicle and take it out to Reno with us. Um, so, yeah, so probably doing that on Sunday. Maybe hang out, play a little board game, maybe make a bonfire, maybe get some custard station, of course. Got to get some takeout probably for dinner. 
Uh, so doing that on Sunday. Outside of that, I think uh, hanging out with ZDP and sister at, at some point this weekend. Nice. Um, little sibling bonding time. Other than that, it's a pretty relaxing weekend. Not too much going. We've uh, been out of town the past two weekends and going out of town next weekend. So, you know, weekend here at home. You got some plans, though. You're going to the casino, a little batch party, yeah? Yeah, we changed it up. So, originally, it was going to be Vegas, and then it switched over, and it became uh, it became the lake. And then after the lake, it became uh, St. Charles. So, uh, Nick, the obvious domino effect of coronavirus had to change it up so we're going to Ameristar this weekend uh we got some some plans we in, we decided to make it even though it's 30 minutes away from our homes we're gonna stay there we're gonna party we're gonna drink we're gonna gamble all that good stuff so it'll be fun i'm excited about it i think uh, my buddy murray who uh is getting married in august we're celebrating i think he's pumped up he knows the situation and said you know we'll have fun regardless that, that we have a good group Hell of yeah. people we'll get we'll get together we'll drink some beer it'll be a good time so we're looking forward to it yeah it's not about where you're at. It's about who you're with. Damn right. Right, TJ? Damn that's right. What, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Spending time with your friends. And that's the thing. I, I went to Ameristar yesterday, actually. Um, to, yeah, you said you didn't have a player's card, so you had to sit down and play. Correct. I mean, I'm only helping had the cause to. here. I'm only helping had the cause. To. I did go even, so that was nice. So I had to walk in. The lady said, you have to have a certain player's card to get this deal for the hotel. So she's like, I'm like, I gotta, go, I gotta go find it. I haven't had that in forever. So I decided just to go there and get a new one. Be like, oh, I lost mine. Gave it to me right away. Well, Nick, I can't just walk up to the front desk and be like, oh, here's my player's card with nothing on it. You know, what well, are they of gonna, course. They're going to do no, what's going to happen there. You know what I mean? So I had to go and, and contribute a little bit, you know, and I went up a little bit, went down. I ended up even, got some points on there. I tell you what, they do the right thing with these player cards though because they put the little kiosk or whatever inside of the casino so you have to go through the casino to get this player's card because they used to have it on the outside now it's only on the inside because they want you to see the games because i guarantee you 70 percent of the people that would go in there just for a player's card like i'll throw five bucks in the slot nah and then they and then you're like ah jackpot party i've won that i've won that one left and right yeah let's go play that guy so they're smart what, it's all about marketing. What's your what's your go to uh, what's your go to casino game? Well, Nick, they got this this roulette game now, and you sit there, and it's a digital one where you have a digital screen in front of you, and they have an actual ball and an actual roulette wheel in the middle, but you bet yourself on a screen instead of being at the actual table, and you can bet as as low uh, as three yes. bucks. As low they've as had three that bucks one. Or, they've had that one there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, as low as three bucks, as high as you know, like I mean, like me, like a big baller, a couple grand, that, you know. I mean, that's no my go-to. So it's fun, but we play that. Um, we play. There's a couple slot machines here and there. I'm a big blackjack guy. Now they gave me a rumor though, because I had a buddy that went there last weekend. He goes, well, apparently on the weekends now because of Corona and because of how crowded it is, they have reservations for these tables. So you have to like go in and reserve one, like a time slot for a blackjack table because they don't want random strangers right next to each other. They were trying to Popping spread it in. out. But if it's you, me, and three other friends that we are comfortable with being with, we can all be at the same table. But apparently that's changed. I went there yesterday. They said, yeah, that was a thing, and it's kind of not really been a thing for a while. So, Did uh, – was it crowded when you went yesterday? It was. To the casino? It was. It wasn't like, I mean, weekend A lot of degenerates level. are on a Thursday. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like weekend level. So the first thing you do is you walk through. They have like kind of a sectioned off area where you walk through, and they have masks. And they're like probably a thousand of these masks, and you don't have to wear them at all. They say it's your choice, but they give you the option. Um, and then obviously they ask you if you have any symptoms. I don't know what that does because people could just lie, but they ask you if you have symptoms. They have masks there. You walk in. It's the same as everything. I mean, everything's pretty much open, even upstairs, like all the slot machines. Nobody cares if you wear a mask or whatever, and they have uh, hand sanitizer everywhere. You sit there, and you go to the tables, and again, during the day, it was walk-up, and the only difference was they had, like, these sectioned-off things at, like, the uh, at the ATM, at the cashier, everywhere, so you couldn't, like, see the next person to your right or left, and uh, that was basically it. Everything else is pretty much up to, up to standard, so... 
Wow, wow, wow. Did you have the partitions and stuff? And that, have to that's, wear a what mask I, that's what I there? meant. It's partitions. I, I couldn't think of the fucking word. It's, yeah, 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 partitions. Yeah. Partitions. Yeah, that, so they had that going on. But I, I picked St. Charles because Hollywood Casino is my favorite, and it already opened back up. But Maryland Heights, I right. believe, is behind St. Charles County. St. Charles County's been, like, up there for a while anyway. So let's see. Love to see it. Big Web says, I start getting a fever when they keep dealing me 16. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, you get a 16 right away on blackjack, Nick. You start feeling a little woozy. You got to get out of there. That's the way it goes. And uh, Top Golf is open back up on Monday too. I know. I didn't think you guys are trying to go this weekend, Bullshit. but literally what, what open about the timing on that. Like Monday of all places, like of all times. Monday, Monday, like literally right after the big weekend yeah. is when they're opening up. Maybe they're trying to avoid like the Father's Day crowd. And so they're like, all right, we'll wait till Monday to open up because we uh, were to get back out there. Yeah. Cause originally we were going to go to play golf, but there's like 12 of us. So it's like, what the hell's the deal with that? It's not even worth large it. group. You can't yeah, have you 12 play people like play golf, three so, different groups of yeah. four. And then you're not together. That's kind of the whole point. So then we're like, Oh, top golf's perfect. Well, they're not open until Monday. So what we're going to do, Nick is do a little day drinking on Saturday. We're going to go down to main street, St. Charles, and uh, Gotta love the day drinking. wear a couple Hawaiian shirts. We're pulling out the Hawaiian shirts. So we're going to look like a bunch of dads out there just fucking chugging. Do you beer. own a Hawaiian shirt? No. Walmart, 11 bucks. Head on over. There's a live read. No, 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 no free ads. It was, it, I, it, it, I looked, I look so good in them. Oh my God. I, I'm, I'm going to be the like most like daddish dad of all time because I pull off like all the fucking short sleeve button up Hawaiian yep. shirts. I do. I pull them off. I yep. look great. I got my sandals. I got my nice. Uh, I wear I wear golf shorts, Nick. That's oh, how I thought you were I gonna look. wear like the grass cutting shoes. You know the grass cutting shoes with a nice green tinge around the around the, the, the bottom of the shoe. Oh, you mean like the, the white dad, the white the uh, Skechers? The Skechers. Yeah, and dad, then, yeah. Dad Elevens. You know, I got free tennis shoes when I was in like I think it was third grade, and my mom goes, "Hey, Uncle Scott had these leftover shoes. Do you want them?" I said, "Sure." Well, I'm a kid. I don't really. I'm not into the sneaker game much. Nick, they were they were white Reeboks with no yes. no 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 better. They were white New Balance with green trim. Like I'm talking like there we gross go. green trim. I looked like a dad at gym class walking around my high white <laughs> socks and my white freaking uh, uh, New Balance shoes. I was a stylish nerd. son of a bitch. Oh god, fucking I look nerd. Good. Uh, let's see. Joe Loser. says BOTB Top Golf event. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, a thing. definitely. Nick's leaving in August, yeah, we, so we probably have to wait till he comes back. August, July. 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 So that, that takes July, away a whole July month. 18th. So maybe we have to plan that for another later. I leave in 29 days. Nick, is it starting to sink in? Are you getting there where it's – are you getting sad? Are bit. you getting excited? A little bit of everything? Uh, probably more excited than than, than sad. Um, having the time, it would be more sad if I was like, oh, you're leaving like next week initially for my when it happened. Now it's at like, I'll be able to do everything and see everybody before I leave to where it's not like I, I missed out on something, you know? And like most of the summer is still here and then going on vacation right after we get there uh, is going to be, will be fun too. So yeah, no, we're excited. And it's not like I'm not coming back. I mean, I'm there for, you know, a few months before I come back at Thanksgiving and Christmas for sure. Maybe other times as well. So it's going to be, uh, it's definitely, definitely exciting. Definitely ready to go a little bit anxious a little bit a little bit ready a little bit excited so it'll be fun i'm excited about it but it's going to be a situation things happening it'll it'll hit you i feel like even though you're excited and and a lot of people are jealous you're going out there i think it's still going to hit that you're from here you lived here your whole life you went to mizzou which is i mean pretty much right down the road so it's a change it's it's you know Something a little bit, yeah, but like point. I said, it it it's the now's the time to go. It'll be, I think it'll be well worth it. So I'm 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 you know again, not like I'm never coming back here. My dad, Big T's like, oh, you're gonna get really homesick when you got there. I'm like, I don't think probably so. not. Like, you don't strike I me mean, as someone that would get homesick when you're busy. You're busy. I, you know what I, I mean? I used to. I used to when I was younger. You know, even when I was down at Mizzou, like definitely family oriented, homebody kind of person. But but this is a. This is a neat opportunity. It's not like I don't know anybody. I, I know, you know, a lot of people out there. And so that that's I think it's different if you're going to one one place by yourself where you don't know anybody, but the people I know, there's a lot of my friends live out in California and, and, and out west and 
and then the people I'm living with, I already, I, I, I know. So, um, and obviously communicating with, so that, that's, that's good. No, it's good. It's exciting. And especially, I think the one thing I was, you know, thinking about is the fact that you might not be, ever come back as far as live here, you know, like that, yeah. that is a big difference because at one point mm-hmm. right now it's a quote unquote, like accelerator program. It's six months, four to six months, but like. You guys get this investment you're looking for. I mean, shit, man. You guys could you could be in Vegas. You could be in Cali. You could be anywhere. Yeah, it'll be probably Vegas or Denver are the two kind of locations that that are popping up right now. Denver actually is a hot spot for a lot of the gambling stuff and in, in the Denver, gambling really? circles that we've talked to. Yeah, I had some calls this week and and I was with, with some people out in Vegas and they were saying you know a lot of companies are actually moving out to to Denver because DraftKings didn't get a did not get a betting license in uh, in Las Vegas, and so they're moved. They're going to Denver to set up their their shop because they cannot get a sports book in Las Vegas. So, going to be kind of interesting to see. I thought they were partnering with Caesars. Should. They have that live show at Caesars, right? Or that's Bleacher Report. That's Bleacher Report. Yeah, right. Bleacher yeah, Report yeah. has the partnership with Caesars. Um, but yeah, apparently Colorado's is going to be the state to be in for for gambling stuff. So wow. it, it's going to be cool. Like Bar- Barstool Pen are launching their app sometime in the fall. Uh, we're launching our app in the fall, so it's going to be uh, there's going to be some heavy hitter competition out there in the market, but but it it can be cool. I'm just I think I think it's going to be interesting to see kind of how coronavirus second wave uh, pushes back any of this any of the sporting events. You know, Fauci said yesterday about about oh there might not be an NFL. There's going to be football. One hundred percent. I'm like I'm like dude. There's going to be football. Don't, don't even. They're the one sport that hasn't reacted to this one time. Except for the draft, they made yeah. a little bit of a difference. But Goodell, they don't have to. They, Goodell they, has they every have time, intention have t- nothing of playing hundred percent. They have no intention of slowing down. And I guarantee you, the SEC and the, the Pac ten or Pac twelve, or the fuck it is now, everybody is just the same way. So it's Pac twelve said they're not. Pac twelve said they're not playing still. But but SEC, all fourteen schools are back on campus. So I just don't know how you can. You can't. You have to play football. Those schools yeah. have to make their they make millions of dollars. I was talking to I was talking to some people pretty well connected within college football and they, and they said it could be either either pushed back or moved moved uh, like completely. spring that football. Was, that was See that's that's going to co- be weird. College fo- co- college football. No, yeah. I'm and saying then, it'd be spring though. Um I, I don't know if, if if it would be spring or not. I think that's too close to the NFL draft, but I mean they're talking about like some players like sitting out. It, it it's still pretty early to tell what's going to happen. What's going to happen with football? We need we need the first sport to come back first because you know they're talking about like NBA being in this bubble and quarantining these players. Well, like these guys, they're, they're saying no no girls allowed in in the bubble, no family members allowed in the bubble. There's no way that happens until the first until after the first two rounds of the playoffs, and then they can have family, but the family has to be quarantined for ten days, and then they can see them inside the bubble. Like no, these guys are going to be especially the NBA guys are going to be bringing in girls left and right like yeah. to these to these places i mean i feel like if, if if you're gonna if, if any of the leagues are gonna adhere to the quote-unquote bubble policy it's gonna be nhl players because the nhl guys are like i mean they, they seem more more laid back not as much involved in the party scene at least publicly i, I should say um for, from that standpoint because it was funny when we were talking to uh keith kachuk in an interview um, uh, probably like last year at some point, he was saying when he went up to Calgary to stay with Matthew for when the Blues were in town, and Matthew was just playing, would, was sitting there like at, at 11 o'clock at night, and he's like, oh, aren't you going to go out? And, he, and Matthew's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like he, And he's just at least in his room playing Call of Duty against all the all his teammates yeah. and like throwing mozzarella sticks in the oven like he's a 16-year-old. Like So like the NHL guys, I, I feel like, would be the ones to – adhere to the bubble requirements, but it's going to be interesting to kind of see as sports come back here at the end of July, what, what that like looks like, even if they say they're coming back, but then how do they, you know, avoid people getting Corona? Well, and not only that, but it doesn't count the fact that there might be a second wave, you know, no one talks about the second wave of Corona. Like Laura told me right now, I, I don't, I think I can talk about it. They have like two more floors of COVID again. They had like a bunch of cases come back. So it's because people are kind of getting, quote-unquote, back to normal, and some people are getting it again. So 
I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's it's not only with sports, it's with everything. You know, once these restaurants and everybody open, the thing is on the second wave, we might see it be worse because some people are like, nah, we've done it before. We're not quarantining again. And then it's just going to, I don't know. I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Nobody does. Yeah. It's uh, like I said, I, th- I still think it's pretty convenient. A lot of these media stories that are, that are, that are being released at, at, at the time. There's no, there's no like one yes or no answer. It's just, it's just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But I don't think anything's going to close again. I think they'll, they'll just try to do, you know, the social distancing and the, and the mask wearing stuff. Yeah, um, as much but, as they but, can. But really like, I just want sports back in some capacity. I know we have like golf. I don't know if you watch the golf, the NASCAR at all that that's a that's little been bit back. Yeah. Uh, I've watched here golf and there, a little bit. but, uh, did did you watch? Speaking of uh, sporting events, did you watch Doug's last night? Big Cats uh, national championship I, victory I, over Miami. I and, didn't watch it. I watched the uh, clips though. I saw them celebrating. And God, I mean, as an entrepreneur too, my God, has has Big Cat really just taken it to another level, man? Can you imagine getting like all these football programs and like eighty thousand, a hundred thousand plus people to watch you play a video game. Unbelievable. Hundred and yeah, hundred and fifty I think it capped at 163, 164, something right around there. But uh it, it's just so interesting to see. Obviously he has the bar stool backing behind him, but if you don't know what we're talking about, Coach Duggs is this made up character um by one of the barstool personalities, Dan Big Cat Cats, and he plays a video game, NHL or not NHL, NCAA fourteen on Twitch, the the esports streaming platform and we'll go on there and play as this character coach Doug's and go to different universities and like the actual accounts of these football teams like Tennessee will be tweeting out shit all the time and like when he was in Lubbock at Texas Tech they were tweeting out a bunch of stuff yeah and he and he just keeps playing these seasons he literally plays every night and it's watched by hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, 150,000 they, they people. They have their, their department. Their graphic designers making like these fake People magazine covers, like you know, Doug's yeah. out, out late last night. That's why Tennessee <laughs> had a rough day. And they have him holding yeah. the national championship. There's also a guy that he he's a heavy set gentleman that looks like Doug's, like in real life, and he's made himself oh, yeah. a character. He bought the Tennessee shit. He's got a green screen. He puts himself in the locker room and does these speeches. They. They have bought yeah, he, into it, and that's what Big Cat and Barstool do. He was do. down in Knoxville yesterday. He was down in Knoxville yesterday. Uh, he did a, a, a Tennessee locker room. Nick, we're losing Downtown you. Knoxville last night after they won uh, celebrating. There we go. Oh, my God. Can't lose me. You're freezing. I got your audio. Am I back? A bit. Yeah, you're- my internet. Oh, you can hear me? Okay. You're okay. Cool. You're all right. Uh, what, do we, what do we got here in the – Chris Bass, I'm way to the party, but Nick be on the podcast, even though you'll be living in Vegas. Yes, I will be. Uh, nothing changing with the podcast. We'll be doing it remote like we have been during coronavirus with this exact same setup. Just me in Reno, Nevada, instead of in, uh, in here in St. Louis. So podcast goes on, keeping things rolling with the um, with the with the website, um, with the blogs and stuff like that. I'm taking more of a betting angle for the podcast as we go out and do more of the betting stuff um my audio is still good here yeah you're okay you're in and out but i mean it's not bad just you're fine um i don't want to keep talking if i was if i was in and if i was sketchy in and out you 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 kind of are i see my facebook just uh, just give it facebook yeah just give it a minute just we'll we'll see what happens in a minute but yeah bass as uh as you're talking about nick will be like i said nothing's changing as he explained about going to reno and everything the good thing is when zoom does work we have good internet connection we uh we kind of go off with no with no issues so but it'll be good like i said nick will get that that content out there focus on bets uh bets on the balcony uh, I'll be focusing more on st louis stuff been doing t-rav tours hopefully making a couple different series uh, around St. Louis and doing more stuff around here, so it'll be a good time. Uh, Bass says, yeah. "Congrats to you, Nick." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I got the Facebook feed pulled up. Okay, so it looks you're, like I'm I'm back up. Okay. You're good. Yeah, we're, you're, we're, you're good. Now. Co- connection, connection stabilized. Connection stabilized. Yeah, bars are um, bets on the balcony. Going to be uh, definitely ramping up that content a little bit more, especially during football season. Probably pop down to Vegas a couple times. Try to do the show from there. 
So good stuff. I mean, Bruce continues to expand. T-Rav reviews are going very well. Yeah. Um, our fat asses went down to, where do we go? Went to Antonino's and we went to uh, Nick's, Pub. Nick's Pub, which got a which four and a half stars. Check it out on our socials at Bruce BOTB. Uh, if we should go somewhere for the best toast Ravs, leave it in the comments. Uh, TJ's T-Rav tour continues next week. Uh, we went to Antonino's. Is that video out on Saturday? That tomorrow? one will be posted tomorrow, yes. That'll be at noon on Saturday. Um, and uh, again, it was the most anticipated place we had. Whenever we started this, again, I've only been to now four places, including Antonino's and Nick's. Uh, everybody said Antonino's was the best. Uh, we had probably four or five people say, Antonino's, Antonino's, you have to go there. And uh, you got to see what happens. It, it was a very highly anticipated. I had a lot of pressure on me, um, but you got to see. You there was see a on lot the, the video of tomorrow. pressure. Yeah, a but lot it was, of pressure uh, put on for it that was, review. It was it was interesting because again, it's it's fun to have people respond. I've had people comment to me. Uh, Mama Toscano's we're definitely going to go to on the hill. That's actually my go to lunch today with my buddy that came in town from from Cali um, to Mama Toscano. So Nick, we might get get a, a little bonus uh, shoot ah. this week. Bonus T-Rav review. T-Rav review. Yeah, so we'll see. But uh, it's been good. I, Nick's Pub, tell you what, Nick's is that little hole-in-the-wall bar off of Hampton, and Nick can attest those T-Ravs were phenomenal. Holy it shit. It is nicer than a hole-in-the-wall. It is nicer just than a hole-in-the-wall. It's just a, in a weird area. But it's how else really would you describe it? That's what it is. It's just there. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's the ran- spot. It's, it's the random bar in the industrial park. <laughs> right. I kept saying, is this Dogtown? Is this, like, what is this? Is it the middle of everything? It's by the hill. It, it's by the grove. It's by Dogtown. It's town. just like it's smack just dab, it like in the middle on a corner. Yeah, good place though. It's fantastic. Got darts. Got to go to the upstairs bar. The upstairs bar. The upstairs bar. Nick, I want to get to one more top. Can you still hear me when I click off of uh, Zoom? I I can hear you. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I had one more topic. I just saw this this morning, actually. You know, and and this might be a take. This might be a hot take. You know, we don't give many hot takes around here. Uh, and then we'll go to name that year. But I saw a little tweet, and we see these a lot. Um, do you follow like MLB trade rumors and all those accounts? Sure. Yep. So they have, you know, people saying stuff like, "Oh, uh, I already the, know where this is going." There are reports that the Dodgers reportedly are interested in Javier Baez. Like, no shit. Everybody is interested in Javier Baez. The Cardinals would love to have Javier Baez. The fucking Marlins, I'm sure, have are, have a lot of interest in Javier Baez. It is probably, Nick, the stupidest headline. Again, I'm going into my hot take Skip Bayless shit here. It's probably the stupidest thing to say that someone's interested in a player. No shit they're interested. If you say they've had discussions about trading for Javier Baez, that's fine. Don't fucking say he's interested everybody's interested in this guy. He's one of the best shortstops in the entire league. Nick, your thoughts. I mean, this is stupid. My thoughts. Oh, I thought this was taken. This is actually is about Javier Baez. I no, no, this no, 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 no. It's not about Baez. It's about the headlines. Oh, okay. Why would you put a headline out there that says they're because it's interested? It's clickbait. I know, Dude, but it's just listen, dumb. It's, 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 like, it's like everything else in life on social media and, and, and the media. You got to be able to sift through the bullshit. When you have a catchy headline like that, or whether it's new strain of Corona is, is shutting down Beijing, and it's like you actually have to read the article and you realize it's not no big deal at all. It's just to get you to click because when you click, then the ads pop up and then they get money, yeah, money, 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 money. But money. you could you could at least you know I, I just don't understand why they have to. Say I it's usually not a avoid. Story. I I usually just just follow. I I don't really follow a ton of those accounts i do mlb trade rumors does have some sort of legitimacy to it because basically it just it just um not outsources isn't isn't the right word it basically sources aggregates all the content from twitter and everywhere else and puts it into like one little feed and so it'll be kind of like a reddit feed and they'll have the updates with the tweets and everything from the different reporters and the different updates and so I, i i do have some sort of legitimacy when I look at MLB trade rumors on Twitter, but a lot of those accounts, yeah, they're just trying to get you to click. So a lot, a lot of fan blogs that just be like, Oh yeah. Like the Cardinals might be talking to the Dodgers about Mookie bats. It's like, that's, that's no, better. Not. But like, that, that's better than saying the Dodgers are interested in this player. Everybody is interested in an all-star shortstop. It's not a fucking new thing. So quit talking not, about it. Don't say nonetheless. No, Nonetheless, is this getting to the Jack Flaherty, Nolan Arenado comments? 
Oh, I know. I wasn't going to get into it, but you can if you want. Oh, really? I yeah. thought that's Is that going, a rumor? Going, I didn't even hear about that. About rumor. the Flaherty. Well, well, the, the there are rumors. For, no, they're not. I, I think it was one other thing that was posted on um, 101 ESPN, our friends over there on their morning show, but it, ca- it caught a little bit of steam on Twitter about. Uh, and I don't know if this is a uh, uh, just a, a radio host saying a hypothetical or if there's any any actual truth to it, but it was I think it was a radio saying like, would you trade Jack Flaherty for Nolan Arenado based on Jack Flaherty's recent comments on Twitter about his frustration with the owners, specifically Bill DeWitt, Why owner of the affect- Cardinals. Yeah, but it's who in it, well because he has one year left on his contract and is due for a big payday and the Cardinals are notorious for not paying players what they believe yeah, their value is. Aaron no cap- only got two more years, right? I mean, he's he's only got a couple cor- years on his contract. Cor- correct. Correct. But the 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 reasoning that Norman Arnotta loves St. Louis, friends with Paul Goldschmidt, would probably sign a deal long term if he if they brought him to St. Louis. So Jack Lair- Jack Flaherty, his frustrations with, with the team and the club and being a California kid would prefer probably to go back to the Angels or the Dodgers or a team out, out there out west where he lives and uh, and play for one of those teams if the Cardinals can't buck up. If, if the Cardinals pay, he's going to stay. <laughs> but I think with Flaherty being frustrated on Twitter, notably so with all this bullshit going on with MLB and MLBPA, the question was then posed, be, do you trade Flaherty before his contract – is up and get Arenado in exchange from from the Rockies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna treat this. I'm guessing you're asking me if they're both getting extensions or whatever. If if they'd be staying here for a while, who would I rather have? Is that kind of what you're asking? Yeah, well, you're right. Because either they they would pay, they would either they don't make the trade, and then the owners don't buck up the money, and Flaherty walks, and you're left with nothing, which I don't think would ever happen because Flaherty's top three pitcher in baseball right now, yeah. or because Flaherty's frustrated, do you trade him? And because he may not resign anyways, and you may make an offer and he may still walk, say, no, screw you, I don't like the owner. And so then you would trade for Arenado, who has been vocal about St. Louis, about wanting to come and play in St. Louis, and uh, and would probably welcome a long-term extension because he doesn't have that rift with the, with the front office. He has a rift with the front office in Colorado, yeah. but not here. So my thing is, honestly, either if if either would happen, whatever way it goes, I'd be fine with it. Um, if I have to choose, as in like I I I like either. I mean, if they if the Cardinals think I trust Mosaic, if they think Arenado's the guy, they think he can put up numbers like he has in Colorado for the next five six years, go for it. Because then you got him and Goldschmidt, you got one of the best offenses in the National League. Uh, there you go. But for pitching, Flair, it's hard to come across a, a not like a a pitcher yet you know usually five every fifth start that he's yeah. going to come out there and get you a win. That is something that you really can't – you can try to buy it, but to to bring up in your own organization is nearly impossible sometimes. It takes forever. So if I'm going to choose, I'm, I'm going to say they should they should keep Flaherty. If they can honestly keep themselves from making that deal, if they make it and they get Arenado and they can sign him to an extension, I'll be fine with it. Uh, if I had to choose, I would want to keep Flaherty and sign him to an extension. But if Flaherty's going to walk anyway, the, then that's that's an obvious answer. You would take Arenado, but it's an interesting concept now because with the deadline now, I assume still July thirty first for for as far as trades go. I, I don't know what the what the year of eligibility still what that means or looks like. But that was the whole whole reason before the season about Arenado coming to the Cardinals or not. Well, he probably was going to get dealt at the deadline. So because I mean, shit, if they could keep them both. I don't. I don't know there's how. No way. I don't know how the revenue. Goldschmidt. There's no way. I don't know how the revenue could affect, or the lack of revenue in this season because of the coronavirus affects payroll moving forward. Obviously, they lost a big chunk of revenue, but you know, I think before it was realistic that they could have them both, and now it's like now it seems more like one or the other. But I think you'd stay with Flaherty. Yeah, over, that's how I pitch. am. That, that they build teams build championships on pitching and defense not on offense and fans but fans want the offense so i don't know your thoughts are let us know 314-877-58597 at bruce botb on social media 
Nick, do you have? Uh, did you do your homework? We're gonna play a game today. Or did you do your? homework? I actually did some. I actually did some show prep today. Oh my yes, gosh. I know it's uh, not really on brand for me. For me, actually having to do some work, but yeah, I did. So, what, so Nick, we are playing Friday game. The uh, year, year, year. So Nick's gonna go ahead and give me how many you got today. I have seven and a bonus. Seven and a bonus. Okay, so what's going to happen Seven if you guys uh, have never watched this uh, this fantastic show or have not seen this game? It's called Name That Year. Nick's going to give me ten. You said ten? I already forgot. It's early. You said ten? Seven. Seven, Seven. and a half. Seven and a half. Seven. Okay. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Uh, Seven and a bonus. Events, I guess, that I have to name what sure. year they uh, they happened in. It's very simple. What year? What you got to get spot on? It's not closest to the pin. That only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So you got to get it on the dot. But All right, TJ. Are you gonna give me though this the two guesses? Like you're gonna give me an option once I yeah, miss I'll, one, you can say higher or lower. Sure, okay. sure, sure. Yeah, I'll give you two guesses. Yeah, Sweet. hard to hard to hit it on the dud. Okay. All right, TJ. What year did the Aztecs? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> what? What? I don't what year? I'm not did, a big history buff. Yeah, uh, 1643. Yeah. All right. Um, what year did the Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl? Mm. <clears throat> I should know this. I remember where I was watching the game. Nick. Mind you, it's Seattle Seahawks, not Arizona Cardinals. Correct. So no, I remember because you had Matt Hassel back against Big Ben. I believe it was Big Ben's first Super Bowl. I'm going to go ahead and say, Nick, right away, I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to be a know-it-all. I think it's 2005. <clears throat> 2005. That's my that final, your final answer. answer. Yes, sir, it is. You are wrong. Really? Yes. Okay, so it'd be earlier. Right? Is it earlier or later? You have to tell me that. I do have game. to tell you that? Yes. It's later. 2006. Correct. Hey, all right. I knew it was right around. You got, half a, you got half a point. Why half a point? Oh, because you got it on the second try. All right. We didn't say that. Get on the second try. Bass said, uh, Bass got it right away. 06. Bless. Don't cheat and look at the Facebook comments. I'm not. I looked at it after. All right. Interested to see what what people's thoughts are about this one. Okay. Uh, Tailored to what we were talking about here this week with the videos. What year were T-Rabs originated? Ooh. What year was wow. the first? I checked two sources and they were they were the same. So I did my homework. That's that's good journalist to me. Two sources, uh, but it could vary though. So, but we'll, uh, we'll go with. The Do you two have the backstory on who claims that who created it too? Because I've heard a million stories about who created yep, them. I will pull up the uh, I will pull up the origination story. Hold on. When we're you toasted think- ravioli, I'm gonna guess it was an accident because that usually always happens like that with good stuff. Could be. <sighs> Shit. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm too early on this. I'm going to say, I don't know, 1933. Uh, later. Am I even close? Um, Sort of. I mean, that means not probably real, not 50s or yes, 60s. Y- yes and no. I'm going to say it's in the 50s, Nick. I'm going to say 1954. Uh, you're incorrect again. It is 1947. Damn. Uh, so, yeah, 1947 from um, Mama Campisi's, where we have – that's where we think the best are. Uh, as the story goes, the delicacy that was stumbled upon when a ravioli from restaurant Mama Campisi's was accidentally dropped into the fryer by Chef Fritz. Uh, it was actually at the bar during a mishap and was the first to taste the accidental treat. Shortly thereafter, the item began appearing on menus across the hill. Many restaurants in the hill stake their claims to the creation. One such claim revolves around Charlie Gito's in the Hill restaurant, then known as Angelo's. According to the tale in 1947, Mario Botticetti, I, I can't pronounce Italian name, sorry. Come on, the chef at Angelo's accidentally dropped the pasta into oil instead of water. Another claim to the origins of toasted ravioli goes... To Louis Oldani, Oldani is said to have named the dish toasted ravioli because he thought toasted ravioli sound more appealing than fried ravioli. The legend of the origins of the toasted ravioli remains a mystery, mainly due to the fact that the origin claim holders have all died. 
So so here's the thing. I've also heard. I got a, a source that said that they heard the people who used to own Mamas on the Hill, and you mentioned Charlie Gitos. They also said Charlie Gitos. Both of those people claim they invented toasted ravioli. So Nick, it sounds My like guess. someone's uh, not really sure who invented it. My guess is, you know, one one person did it, and then they got word of it that some someone's like, "Hey, I tried this the other day," and then they're like, "Hey, did you hear what Tony said down at down at the Angelos?" And then they're like, "Oh, we got to try that," and they dropped it in the thing, and they're like, "Oh, that's pretty good." And then you know, it probably all happened like in the same week, right? But we're going. That's why we're going with the year 1947 because that's what that's what two different accounts. Both said. So Isn't it always on accident? They always like because I remember the waffle cone. Wasn't the waffle cone created in St. Louis, uh, where my dad told waffle me, cone was created for the 1904 World's Fair. Yeah, the World's Fair. Apparently, they ran out of regular cones, so they took a waffle yeah. and spun it around, put the ice cream in, and that's where that's where it came Boom. about. Love to see. There's it. a lot of different. Fi- there's a lot of different food that was invented at the 1904 World's Fair. I did. A, I did a history project on that. Did you? In like fifth grade. I don't really remember any of it, but. <laughs> I know there. I know. I remember think. I remember like. Oh, I didn't know that was created at the 1904 World's Fair. So, so there you go. There you go. Uh, what year was Godfather Part Two released? Part Two released. <sighs> See, this is this is my avenue. Part this is my avenue. This two is movies. I, I'm good at this. <clears throat> so I believe Part One was 1971, if I remember correctly. It's either 71 or 72. So part two would, I think they had about a three-year to four-year difference. So, Nick, I think I'm right. I'm going to say 1976. You are incorrect. Lower. Shit. Part two is either 75 or 74. I think I think it was 75 if it wasn't 76. I don't know. I They're all together. I need an answer. It's it's one of the two. I'm going to flip a coin. 75. You are incorrect. It was 74. God, son of a bitch. I knew that was going to happen. Damn it. It was uh night <laughs> what bonus bonus when was part 1 released? Part 1 was 71, right? No, 72. Shit. I was God, I'm right there. I knew <laughs> I was going to be right there. You Damn were so it. close. I was like, "Oh, is he going to get it? He's going to get Damn it." Damn it. Uh all right, uh, your next one is. You know what's stupid though? I said three to four years, and then I I made it five. I said seventy six. So far, we'll give we'll give uh, we'll give you a half point for that. You're up to one point. There you go. All right. Um, what year was the first text message sent? I'm trying to think of the first phone that would have allowed you to send text messages. Like, I mean, the Motorola. The, it was before the Razor, but the Razor was like 2003. Well before the razor, yes. Yeah, for sure. I, the first text message. I don't even know the first phone that was able to do a text. Well, that's what you would be using to send a text message. Well, no a shit. phone. Thank you, Nick. Uh, You're like, I don't even know what the first phone would be used. To well, I'm just trying to just think about that. I'm I'm sending text messages with my fucking my typewriter. I might be. I feel like it's going to be earlier than I'm saying. I'm going to say 2000. Earlier. I'm trying to think when they got rid of those cell phones that they used to take, like the huge phones that looked like landlines. Because you couldn't text on those. I'll give you a hint. It was before we were born. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Now it is a page. It's not a page. A pager doesn't count then, right? You don't count that as a first, first text sent. That's all it is. 19. That was that was the question. The question I looked up. I don't know if it pertains to a phone pager. What? Nineteen ninety. I'm gonna say. Oh, you're right there. Nineteen ninety two. Nineteen ninety two. TJ. See that the thing is, I think that's kind of bullshit though. It wasn't like on a cell phone. It was like on a. I don't even know. It was probably like an automated thing that a company made. You know how like you get these like little messages from bars and restaurants. It probably was something right. like that where they figured out how to do it on com- on a computer. It would go, I guess, to cert to certain pagers or something. I don't know. But pagers would only tell you to go call a number. They would not say an nope. actual text. So that's true too. They'd be like they would page you and say, "Hey, this number wants you to call them." That's what a pager was for. And then you'd go to a uh, 
to a pay phone and go call that number. All right, well, I'm all for yeah, like four. Yeah, yeah, you, you, are, you are correct on that. The first text message was sent years later on December 3rd, 1992 from Neil Papworth, the former developer at Sema Group Telecoms. Mobile phones didn't have keyboards at the time, so Papworth had to type the message on a PC. So yeah. it's a, that, that, that's a little bit confusing. The, the, first, the first phone, mobile <laughs> phone, that could send a text message was in 1997. So that was closer with 2000. To produce, yeah, the Nokia 9000i communicator. Got it. So a little bit of a little bit of a trick question, but you know that's what you get on these games. But you my gotta, my question you know, is, if if he was sending a, a text hard. message in '92 over the computer, who was receiving it? Because they can't read text messages on their phones. So how could you call that a text? message? Well, that's message? what he said. It was just a a text message, not I, I, not like a mobile phone text message. Oh, like, okay. It, it was just it. The question was, when was the first text? So when was email invented? Because wouldn't that be sent. an email? An email would be a Text message, technically. These are email the questions probably, I need to know. Email, email was invented. Uh, Ray Tomlinson is universally credited as the creator of email as part of a program for ARPANET in 1971. Meanwhile, in 1978, a 14-year-old boy, Shiva Ayudurai, began his work on an email system for the University of Medicine and Dentistry of New Jersey. So to me, if you're sending... one is credited with the first email yeah i don't know what the sending what a text the, message from a computer to a computer is not a text message that's an email so nick i call bullshit i, I was closer than i thought i got two th i said 2000 it was 97 okay no, you were still wrong the question was what what was <laughs> just, just because of the phrasing of the word well, you you're still got wrong, wrong. if you're talking first? about a text message from computer to computer email was invented back in the 70s i never i never said uh email though i just said that i searched the question when was the first text is an email just a it long text message on the computer is it is it's a hot dog a sandwich okay. we could argue whatever, this all dude. Hey, whatever let's move. asterisk asterisk whatever go ahead was the nh you're you're cutting out nick you're there's no in, there's no internet oh when, you were you were still wrong okay we're back you're still wrong no, no i'm saying back? your we're connection back. your connection you're you're okay go ahead Thank you. Golly, let me talk. No, I was trying what to let you year talk. Was your, the inter your internet was uh, fucked up. Your internet kept going in and out. That's why I told you to stop. I couldn't fucking hear you. You don't have to call me a dipshit. I'm, you're, you're going in and out on your internet. You got. How am I supposed to like understand you? All right, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Are you done? Yep, go ahead, Nick. What year was the NHL lockout? I should know this. Baseball is 94, correct? Yeah, baseball is 94. NHL was 2000s. It would have no been, bonus for that. NHL would have been 2000 and it's either two or three, I think. 2000, I'm going to say 2003. I should say the most recent NHL lockout. 2003. No, wrong. The most recent NHL lockout. I, I, uh, I don't know. It's way earlier than that, or wait, it's it's more recent than that. More recent, yeah. I I don't know. Oh five? I have no idea. Oh five was uh, I think the oh four and five NHL lockout. The oh four oh five NHL lockout was a labor lockout that results in the cancellation of the NHL season, which would have been its eighty eight season. The most recent one though was the two thousand twelve two thousand thirteen lockout. I don't so even remember that. That's how. 11, that's how. So like, 2013 lockout uh, began on September 15, 2012, uh, with the ratification signing of a, an understanding of the agreement completed on January 12, 2013, 119 days after the expiry of the previous uh, CBA. Yeah, but they so they didn't they finished the season though. Correct. Correct. That was not. Okay. It was not. That's, it was not a can. It was not a canceled. Season though it was oh four oh five was what right year, what year oh five was okay it, so that the, that's the question what was me. yeah that's why I said when was the most recent correct lockout? but to be honest I forgot about that yeah. there was a lockout in tricky. twelve and thirteen again yeah. not a tricky question because oh five would have been the correct answer if it was canceled season you got to look at the phrasing of the question thank though, you Nick TJ. so I, I I forgot that there was a lockout clarify. I forgot there was a lockout in twelve and thirteen because they finished yeah. the season that that messed me mm -hmm. up so I totally like went over that oh four oh five they did not play the season you there gotta you be go. smarter than that there you go all right when was Father's Day created when was Father's Day created 
the holiday fathers just today. To, just you got to tell me this is it 1800s no it is okay not. father's day my dad talked about celebrating father's day with my grandpa my dad was born in 62 so it's got to be before that obviously probably well before that I'll say it's in the 1930s. I'm going to say 1936. Ah, lower. It's the 30s, though. 1931. Is it? No. 1910. Father's Day Damn. was founded in Spokane, Washington at the YMCA in 1910 by Sonora Smart Dodd, who was born in Arkansas. You played it up too much for me. You, I said 1936, and you kind of go, ah, you're a little bit closer. Ah, you, again, we make this game difficult. Yeah, this we do. Isn't, it is this, not easy. This isn't, not this easy isn't for the faint of heart. If you get like one, you're doing pretty solid. Like, I mean, you know, out of seven. Well, I got the lockout it, right then because I don't count that 12-13 lockout shit. Oh, do, it was do, so, it was not even memorable, Nick. I didn't even remember it. That's not the question. The it question is when was deal. the most. No. The question is when was the most recent lockout? Did they play hockey? Did they play hockey? They got the job done. They played hockey. Half a they season. Finished the season. Half a there season. There was a Stanley Cup champion that year. That's all that matters. So far, you have a half a point from being kind of close on Godfather and half a point <laughs> for getting the second part of the right. Steelers question. I'll give you Godfather. Um, that one was tough. I, I said right. I got it right on the Steelers. That was an absolute right answer. The final one and a half is what year was the popular social media platform TikTok created? When was the popular social media platform TikTok created? I'll give you a hint. It was not 2020 and it was not 2019. I know that. They were teamed up with Musical.ly. I remember it. Because they were they were not that popular first couple of years. I think it was 2015. Higher. Really? You're uh, I think 17 is too recent. I think I'm going to guess 2016. 2016. Locking it in. Yes, Final sir. Final answer. Yes, sir. That is correct. Woo! Very good. All right. You got God, one. I'm good. And your your bonus, your half bonus is when was Snapchat created? You just get one shot out of this one. No, no two shots. Facebook. I remember having Snapchat when I was a freshman in college, so that would have been 2012. Uh, Facebook bought it in 2013. That doesn't really matter to the story. Uh, Snapchat had been around, I think. It's either 2010 or 2011, Nick. I'm doing the flip of the coin again. Big money, big money. 2011. Correct. Yeah! Nice. See, the coin works 50% of the time, baby. Love to see it. 50% of the time, all the time. This guy knows his social media platforms. Woo! Let's go. That's a full point right there, bitch. Let's go. That's a that's a full point. We'll give you a point and a half for that one. Yes. yes. So you finish with three, I think. That's better yeah. than I thought I'd, it would end up. One, one, one for the Super Bowl, one and a half for the social media, and then that, the other half for being oh. pretty close on the money on Godfather, part one and two. Love to see it. Let's so see. you finish with three out of seven. Still below 50%. You're not good enough to be a professional. Bass says uh, mom and dad stopped fighting. Yeah, I mean, we... Every once in a while, you get a bicker, Nick. Whatever. Nick's Nick's mad because I he says I interrupted him. I couldn't. No one could fucking hear him. What's the point if he's going in and out like a robot? He's like, oh, you're sounds interrupting like a, me. Like you're interrupting like yourself. A you, sounds get like a internet. you problem. For, sounds like a you problem for not being technically savvy. You're the one that 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 always gets number one in Tolly's rankings for being able to run the show, but you can't figure out how to make my audio good. I'm sorry, I, I can't blame it tell, on you. I can't tell your your internet provider to not fuck up. I'm over bad. here doing show prep, making you know, taking time out of my day, waking up early for this program and to get these questions for the game, and you can't even figure out the internet. Uh, Joe says, Whose fault is that? Joe says, let's do the BOTB Top Golf event in August. We don't need Nick there, or don't want Nick there. We don't That's, want Nick there. I, I mean, yeah, you don't want me there because I'll show you all up. That's for sure. Big Web says, Caller Joe, really a nice gesture you offering to help Nick move. And Joe says, sure I will. Minimum $50 no. an hour. Nothing sounds worse than a 25-hour car ride with Caller Joe. It sounds absolutely miserable. Can you imagine, too, he's moving, like, one of your nice, like, lamps or something? He goes, he just oh, accidentally slipped out of my hand. Sorry about drops that. Drops it. Team teacher for life. He runs away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would have to be a long way from home out in Reno, Nevada. I'll leave I'll leave Joe in the desert, middle of the desert somewhere. <laughs> He'll have to walk home. 
you guys are gonna go out for a nice little little uh, boat ride on Lake Tahoe, and Joe just has to disappear. <laughs> just kind of push him <laughs> over the edge, and oops, oh, where'd Joe go? I don't know. Peace out, bro. All right, we'll guys. We'll go for a late. We'll go for a late night fishing trip. We're looking forward to that trip, Nick. I got a buddy out in San Francisco that wants. He's got. They got a place on Lake Tahoe <clears throat> that we all. Oh need to well, go I guess we're going stay over there at. Yeah. Yes, we're going to their place on Lake Tahoe. Let's do it. We can do it. Guys, thanks for tuning in here on this Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Again, make sure you follow us everywhere at BrewsBOTB. Uh, we'd love to hear your stories from the weekend. I'm sure I'll have plenty from the bachelor party uh, for my buddy Murray. Then congrats to Are you Murray. going to the strip club? You know, that's that's up in the air. Gonna venture, you're going to venture to the east side? So apparently it's open. Uh, mm. The thing Gotta is. Got to wear masks, though. We were talking about it. I'm not a huge strip club guy. Murray's not a huge strip club guy. But a lot of guys going are. So, of course, they looked into it. So, Nick, we uh, I don't know if we're heading over there. I don't know. It's up in the air. We'll see. Get a dance from Candy. Have some glitter on your face when you come home the next morning. Yeah. I mean, that's that's for Murray. That's for The Bachelor. That's the thing. So, we'll see if he does that. I'm going to see if any of the girls have masks on. If they have a mask on, I mean, that that's going to be a sight to see. You got a girl like sure. You got a girl bending down, and you put a, a dollar in her in her thong, and she's got a maybe mask in her on. mask. Yeah, maybe you could put yes. Maybe you could put a dollar in her mask. Uh, that God, that seems like idea. it would defeat the purpose of wearing the mask, but you know, not very sanitary. <laughs> no, mo- money's clean, dollar... right? Money's money's sanitary, sure. Like I said, it's either been in Nick's wallet or in the G string of a stripper, one or the other. Save that. Which is dirtier? All I right, don't know. Guys, follow us everywhere at Bruce BOTB. Get involved this weekend. Want to hear your your stories from the weekend. 314-877-8597. Call in, leave a voicemail, or text us at any time. And uh, have a Call great in, weekend. Bassmaster. Call Absolutely. in, Bassmaster. Call in, Welcome Bassmaster. Back. Welcome back, sir. Nick, that's going to do it. We'll see you. Bye, Netherlands. Bras on balcony.